Welcome back to Trending in Education. Brandon Jones, Mike Palmer, myself, Dan Strafford here. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about the power of written notes versus technology, taking on a laptop or a tablet, and how those studies have been over time to show that taking notes by hand is more efficient and better for retention than it is uh, to take digitally. Always Mike and Brandon with me here on the podcast. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Uh, as I mentioned, you guys, as we were coming in, I have, uh, you know, in front of me a note, what, what we refer to as a notebook and a pen. You mean a Mac notebook? No, 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 no. It's analog. This, this is called paper. People out there listening can't see that I'm actually looking they, they at your hands me, and your paper. I'm riffling. Oh, that, that's, that was that's, pretty good. That was pretty good. That wasn't even in post. That was like real that live. Was, that was real time. Yeah. This is lively. So, so I'm good. I'm going analog. Um, I've mentioned I'm hashtag team human. I also have been known to be hashtag team old school. And uh, I want to be old school and human with my notebook uh, on this show. So I'm good. Mike, if uh, the podcast doesn't work, you have Foley work in your future uh, on a movie set. That's some good sound, making, sound effect oh, making okay. on your part. Uh, Brandon, how are you doing? I'm doing better than Mike, I think, because I'm using a computer. Uh, I guess we'll, we'll find out on this, uh, on this episode. Um, I, I'm doing quite well. I think this is an interesting topic, so, uh, so let's get it on. And there's a research from 2014 that's been updated twice since then uh, that has been discussed uh, multiple times across multiple articles. NPR has an article out on it uh, from a while back. USC has a new study that they've sort of put on top of this uh, with their student base. So lots to discuss here. But Mike, uh, you are taking notes. Uh, and we obviously can bring laptops in the classroom. We can bring a tablet. We can bring uh, a smartphone. Uh, from your perspective and from this study, what's the purpose of taking notes comparatively to taking notes on a laptop? I, I think the purpose is the same. I, I just think the, uh, the affordances are different. Uh, and uh, affordances is a, a big idea in perception and user experience design. But uh, the affordances of paper are very different than the affordances of a laptop. And affordances are just like ways in which you can engage with things. Uh, I always talk about uh, what, what's called Norman doors, which are uh, doors with ambiguous handles. So the whole school for the gifted, I grab, grab something, think I should push, and instead I have to pull or vice versa, and I just get confused. And that's because the affordances are, 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 are ambiguous. Uh, so affordances frequently are uh, useful. And I think being able to put notes into space on, on a blank piece of paper uh, and to provide like directionality, arrows, et cetera, those are all things that, uh, that the affordance of paper uh, and a pen give you uh, that you can simulate with a tablet. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't know how much research has explored that, the use of uh, like tablets, like the new iPad. Uh, some of this research is clearly old school. Uh, so it may, in fact, predate uh, new inventions that are becoming as good or better than, uh, than sort of the older analog solutions. But paper has been around for a reason. Uh, and it's because it's, it's easy to uh, preserve, to write on, and to uh, feel connected to in a very human way. Um, and I think that's difficult to capture to the same extent in um, other digital formats. Um, and uh, 
Yeah. So, so that's what got me going a little bit on this. And um, I also think it reminds me a little bit of uh, a corollary to growth mindset is, uh, you know, keeping things you've done earlier in your life fresh in your mind, like continuing to keep those neural pathways active. So like as you get older and maybe you don't take notes or you don't write things as often, uh, I do try to be intentional about that. I try to continue to exercise different ways of engaging the world around me just to keep my, keep my brain fresh. Uh, and then I also really enjoy, I, I was just uh, helping you guys uh, with uh, walking through some of my old notes from two and a half years ago. There's something really um, profoundly human about that. You know, like that's something that connects us to thousands and thousands of years of our ancestry. Um, I'm not anti-team new school, but I, but I am hashtag team old school. I think it's important. Uh, and it looks like the research does back it up too. Cause I think frequently, you know, we just think the, the digital technology will be better across all fronts. And frequently there are some concessions that even come with some of the advances. And uh, you know, we're generally pro ed tech, pro robots, pro chatbots. If it's a bot, we're pro. Uh, but I think uh, a little old fashioned handwriting never hurt nobody. Yeah, I, I think I'm glad that you're disclaiming that so that people uh, can still think of you, Mike, as, as pro, as future forward. For sure. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting that this, this uh, research we're talking about is even three years older than your super old notes. Like it was, it has that like musty smell. When you opened the yeah. book, like it was like a little puff of musty yeah. smell that came out the, of it. The, the maesters, yeah. That's right, exactly. Like, um, I think that this uh, the article that preceded this one was about the virtue of paper pulp versus papyrus. So mm -hmm. I, I think yeah. um, it was published in uh, six seventy four uh, BCE. I think that's right. Uh, that's 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 exactly right. Um, so I have a, a handful of, of thoughts on on this, uh, which you can, which you can write down. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll take an, I'll, let me let me take a note. Yeah, please do. Uh, as Mike is uncapping and recapping his pen, this is this is great. This is great it's TV. Great audio for all of you yeah. listening. Yeah. Um, I also like taking notes by hand, actually. Uh, and I, and I think the the you asked uh, the Dan asked you, Mike, what the or maybe you posed the question back to him, which what is the what is the job to be done, or what is the purpose, what is the goal? And I think that's actually a really important question, right? So if um, the goal is as in this piece of of research that we're talking about here, which we'll share out, uh, recall in a short period of time after the initial uh, sharing of the information, uh, it seems like the research suggests that it's uh, the long form hand handwriting notes uh, performed, students who are doing that performed better than students who are taking notes by, by laptop. Yep. Um, so if that is the goal, then I think that's, you know, that research suggests that it's interesting that it says uh, on pure factual recall, this, the, um, uh, they performed similarly. Mm -hmm. And when you went to more conceptual, how do they describe it? Uh, conceptual application questions. Yeah. Uh, that the laptop, laptop users, laptoppers, did significantly worse. Take that, laptoppers. Take that, laptoppers. So uh, if I feel like there is a pre-show we were talking about, uh, talking about varmints, and uh, I feel like you could, you could bring that into your lexicon. Um, so I, I think if that's, if that's the, the job to be done, then we've got at least one piece of research that, that gives a dispositive answer statistically significantly so that uh, the winner is John Henry versus the steam engine. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I think that there are other jobs to be done though. So um, how about uh, long-term recall mm-hmm. where as evidenced by this uh, notebook that you have not opened muscly since, uh, since 2017, I think it was, yeah. like you're probably not accessing those notes at least by looking at them yeah. on the reg. Mm-hmm. Whereas notes that are transcribed digitally, you know, if students do have, whether it's their own archival system or, you know, you can control F and uh, uh, find um, whatever it is that you're looking for. So I, I wonder if over a different period of time had that research been conducted, if the laptop users who were preparing for a test, say six months later, which is a real use case for, you know, an academic environment, yeah. if they might have done, if, if they might have performed differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's, a, that's a, a question. And I think, you know, I started by saying, I, I do a lot of uh, note taking by hand also, because sometimes the job for me to do is to not be distracted by technology. Yes. So for example, I do a lot of interviews and when I'm interviewing people, I only take notes by hand because I, I want to be present and I've got pretty good powers of concentration to avoid distraction from Slack or Chats or whatever it is popping up, but I, it's not perfect. Yep. And so that, that's another thing that the hand taken notes provides me yes that is not measurable in the same way uh as you know two groups of randomly controlled trial performing on a recall test yes so i i think there is definitely a place for both i'm also hashtag team kind of human i'm i'm I'm, I'm you're you're at least kind of human i'm I'm at least kind of human yeah uh but i i myself use it and and i'm i'm probably not perfect and do i only and always use long form you know handwritten notes when it's superior in my opinion do i only and always use a laptop when it's superior probably not but I have some general use cases in which case one is better than the other that I try to follow. So yeah. I'm, I'm hashtag team both. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. Thanks. That's hashtag great. Yeah. Uh, but, but I also think uh, it is, I like where you're going with that too, where, you know, in essence, uh, paper and pen, paper and pencil, uh, chalkboards, uh, you know, uh, scrolling in the dirt, <laughs> they're all actually, uh, you know, cave drawings. Cuneiform. Cuneiform, you name it, uh, they're all forms of technology. They're all ways in which uh, oral traditions or ideas that we have in our heads are given permanence through, or semi-permanence, depending on the format, uh, through external externalities to, uh, to who we are. And uh, I think being intentional about that, and you know, we've talked about um, cognitive hacks, um, you know, I would actually, when we were prepping for this show, I was hoping I could find more research of this vein. And if other folks find research in these domains, I'd love to learn more. Because uh, I think there's a lot to unlock around when is, it al- when is it optimal to crack open a notebook versus open up a laptop? When should you use a tablet? Uh, when should you not even take notes? Because I do realize even while I'm talking to you guys right now, when I'm like, uh, like, you know, licking the tip of my pen and like writing something down, you guys are like, what's up with this guy? Like, what, <laughs> what, what's, what's he writing down? So like, it is a broader context that we're all operating in. Um, but I do find, you know, I found this somewhat non-obvious as far as the research. It's intuitively, it makes sense to me, but there is sort of like the, the, the never-ending march towards better digital solutions um, is a false narrative. Uh, and, and that's why I found 
this line of research to be really interesting. And it does tie to a lot of the stuff we've talked about around um, the prevalence of screens and the danger, uh, you know, to your point about being interrupted, uh, even just like the, um, the, the impact, the cognitive impact of having the light from the screens and, you know, having a distractor um, in your physical presence, it's nice to be able to escape that. So I think it's a combination of intentionality and um, being somewhat omnivorous uh, in your approaches um, are the two things that, uh, that really resonated most with me. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. The research, one of the reasons that the research cites that students on laptops performed more poorly is also sort of a non-obvious reason, which is that you can type faster than you can write. And so even though they were instructed not to try to take notes verbatim, mm -hmm. students on laptops didn't follow, didn't heed that guidance and they yep. typed notes verbatim. And so it seems like more of the cognitive load for the laptoppers, for the typists was spent in transcribing versus the, the long fellows, the long, the long handers mm -hmm. um, who are writing notes you have to do as you're taking notes like the, the the active process of parsing what you're hearing which you could not write verbatim you cannot transcribe this uh as quickly by hand uh there is a a, a create an active creative process like mm -hmm. you are choosing um even if it's not a conscious choice that is a cognitive process that you're running like mm -hmm. your os is running there for you about what it is that you're choosing to write and yes. so I thought that was pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. I also think that this this article, and, and and maybe because it's from 2014, or maybe because it that wasn't its its main thrust, is doesn't actually tackle screens versus no screens. Yeah, it talk it tackles longhand versus uh, typing. Right, right. So, uh, would students using a typewriter uh, have performed differently than students on a laptop? Mm -hmm. That's a, a sort of a silly flight of fancy, but one that's more relevant, I think, is would students on a tablet yep. have performed as well as students who are using a notebook? Because, right. you know, one I, I talked about one of the jobs to do is to be able to retrieve these notes later and something that is stored digitally is more retrievable. I would argue it's just more easily retrievable than something that's stored in a you know, notebook in your office yep. or in your, you know, uh, locker in your cubby. Sure. <laughs> Where, I have a four and a half year old. They're yeah. still on cubbies. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if it were true that it weren't the um, distraction of an electronic device or the screen glow of an electronic device, if we're just actually what they cite, which is the typing versus writing dynamic, then one could imagine uh, another piece of research that may have been done if you, if listeners, if you find it, send it in. Yeah, or if you're trying to come up with an idea for your master's or uh, or doctoral dissertation. Yeah, just just give us just a little footnoting and yeah. give us credit for the idea. We'll talk but, about it on a subsequent show. Right. Um, exactly. Uh, you know that that would be that would be an interesting test to run is how a tablet and a tablet technology. Like I, I, I'm no longer joking about it, this article being for 2014, but I do think yeah. tablet technology has. Really Really come a long way sure. since those early days with a lot a lot are using styluses and it's like the the handwriting recognition is not so sketchy right um, I, I wonder how how t students randomly controlled into those two different trial groups would do sure yeah it's all, it's all interesting it's actually like I'm uh, 
I'm always struck by this doing a, you know, a weekly educational trend spotting show. I think you've talked about a lot about, you know, being surprised at how much we don't know. I'm also surprised at how uh, areas that seem ripe for research, at least based on whatever research we're doing, seem under-researched, uh, particularly around learning and around like the tactics that drive uh, the best outcomes. And then uh, I think your other point from earlier is also a good one, I wrote it down, uh, is that the, um, the, the fact that it's, it's really more about uh, a particular type of recall like in the moment. So what's interesting about it is it, it's basically, it's saying that the encoding of the, the knowledge is better, but frequently the reason we're taking the notes is not to encode it better. So it's almost like the, the better encoding for future recall is a byproduct of the, the generative nature of taking notes. Like the idea that you have to go through some difficulty, difficulty to translate what is being spoken into your own handwriting. And then that is building associations in your brain that will make it easier for you to recall things. Um, I do like that line of thinking. It reminded me a little bit of uh, when we talked to the, the Sans Forgetica people that like building a little bit of difficulty right. into our lives is ultimately advantageous but the countervailing force towards convenience and efficiency is so powerful that people find it almost absurd <laughs> to even go some of these routes. Um, I think that is a surprising insight. And I think that might be more broadly applicable. So like frequently adding a little more difficulty to what otherwise would be a routine task um, actually helps with the consolidation and encoding of new ideas. Um, that's, that is an interesting, that's an interesting idea. Uh, Cause I think we're, we're more in like a fast twitch, make it easy. Give me an app for it. Give me the information I need and I'm on to the next thing. Um, I, I think there's, there's some interesting uh, thematic stuff that, that, you know, we've talked about a bit on the show that I, I think is relevant here. I do think uh, from my recollection, I don't remember a teacher or professor specifically teaching me how to take notes. So like how to effectively do this process and to what the best way to do it was. So we all sort of come to it in our own way and what we think is best. Uh, but to your point, Mike, of research and, and what's being taught, this is probably one of those more, you know, maybe more basic things, but should be something that is taught more and, and thought about more for students at a younger age to build up those skills and understand the how and the why and Brandon, your point before, when to use what, when to use the long form, when to use the computer and, and the, the tablet and the like. And this seems like also an adjacency to me to doodling, which I know we've talked about before as well. There's something to the art of taking notes and being able to underline things and, and doodling. And there's been some research around uh, doodling actually unlocking uh, a little bit of your long and short-term memory by applying your, your, hand to something while still listening uh, as uh, Mike currently doodles me uh, while we are uh, talking about it. But is there uh, from a personal experience uh, going back to old college notebooks, Mike, or, or going back to the notebook you just opened a little bit more of emphasis on specific words, underlines, bolding that may not happen when taking notes on a, a computer or a laptop that you think becomes more effective when you read it back? I think so. I'm trying to do your glasses right now. I'm trying to get your frames right yep. uh, while we're talking. But uh, yeah, I, 
I, I think it is interesting in terms of the creative expression that opens up uh, when you have uh, paper in front of you and the ability to write on it. And um, like that may ultimately um, become less prevalent, but it's certainly prevalent in your early development. And uh, it is also interesting to think about it, it does, it reminds me a little bit of uh, the difference between uh, reading with your eyes and reading with your ears too, like where new formats are emerging that are making some of the more foundational components of educational content uh, and, the, and its formats much more fluid than it ever was before. So um, I, th I think there is something to be said for um, being experimental around your own tactics. Cause the other thing I was thinking about when you were talking, Dan is like, I do come back to that book. I cite a lot at the end of average, you know, one size fits none, you know? So I think being experimental and then if you, particularly if there are ways in which you can assess your own performance based on trying different things. Um, it reminds me of, you know, there was a period in my adolescence where I was trying really hard to take notes with my left hand. Uh, just because I thought it would, you know, A, teach me how to write with my left hand, but also just unlock different um, neural pathways than writing with my dominant hand, which is my right. So like, I, I do think that's an area of like neuropsychology and uh, uh, like learning science, cognitive science, that, um, that needs more research. And, um, and I think a lot of that research, you may wanna begin with yourself as a sample size of one. Like you may wanna, just understand your own patterns and then be willing to challenge yourself to change them, even if your routines make sense. You know, it's like when we were talking about uh, those monkeys uh, that were learning how to break out of ruts, uh, you know, like there's a- The macaques. The macaques. Uh, there's always a risk that you think there's only one way to, uh, to take notes or to, to read content or to be generative. And, um, you know, I, I, I think there are, uh, even if you're not as good at another format, in some ways, that difficulty sh should even make you better in some ways. Uh, so I, I don't know if I answered your question because I was still trying to doodle you, uh, but hopefully that was, uh, I'm close. Uh, I'm, we're still working on the frames. Uh, talk to Brandon. <laughs> Hi, Brandon. How you doing? Uh, as we close out this episode on taking notes uh, and as we uh, look forward to future episodes. Uh, I look forward to seeing the notes Mike took maybe in the next hundredth episode, we'll crack this notebook back open and see what we remember from those and see what we remember from our digital transcription of uh, the episode. Uh, Brandon, any final thoughts? Do you, do you want to, do you want to go get a notebook now or do you feel? Sure, I sure don't, but I, I, I will just share a couple, share a couple other things. One, um, there was uh, someone who had worked at Kaplan whose spouse was, uh, running a startup that I, I think now has been obviated by uh, different technology. Subsequently, Mike's really still going to town on this doodle, by the way, I must say. Um, it's distracting. You might need to tweet it out, Dan. We'll yeah. have to talk about that after. There you go. It's yeah. not bad. Your, your workmanship's pretty good. Try it. Um, but uh, had, this, had this startup where uh, they produced notebooks that came with envelopes in like the back flap mm. that you could drop the notebook in and you would send it out and they would digitize it for you. Mm -hmm. um, now there are apps like Evernote and other things that will digitize it. So I, I think, um, you know, with, with whether it's tablets or whether you actually prefer the paper but want to have a digital copy, like actually you don't have to either or this. There are ways, there are pens now that can, 
uh, you know, can transcribe digitally what you're writing even on paper because of the motion of your hand. Um, so I, I think the, the both anding is, is uh, there, for those of you who are interested in that, there are solutions out there that are, you know, better, different than, uh, than either Oring. It's not necessarily at right for W-R-I-T-E for everyone. Um, but I also just thought, I, I did want to add one other note, um, one ever note, uh, which is uh, on, uh, on paper and the like sort of mass produced available cheaply paper, it's not been for that long. So it was like, it, it's really two and a half centuries worth or two centuries worth where people had, you know, your average layperson could go out and say, I would like to take ye olde notes um, and had, you know, fountain pens that were uh, practical and cheap enough and paper that was practical and cheap enough. So, you know, it, it feels very, it's, it's old school to us who have a very, you know, um, contemporary centric view because of our human condition of the of world and time. Mm -hmm. But um, for the, the majority of human history, it's not just that the digital technology wasn't an option, nor was that. So I, I think it's interesting to be thinking about, are we, you know, are we actually at the end, towards the end of the either prevalence or predominance of handwritten note taking? Maybe. Mm -hmm. um, and is that a good thing? Maybe. I think those are both maybes, but it's not been, uh, it's not been that long. So mm -hmm. it's an interesting, maybe it's an interesting chapter to be writing the last few written pages of. Yeah. It's just building on that real quick too. Like it does remind me of the oral tradition, which has been around forever, you know, not forever, but for as long as we've been. 12,000 years or whatever. Yeah. Or even, you know, since human civilization has been around. Yeah. So, um, that is an interesting, like, are those forms ultimately going to win the day? Although there were things like cave drawings and there were things that are still sort of memorialized. So like, it does seem like there's a natural human propensity to externalize through some kind of scrawl. I just like saying scrawl. Sure do. But, uh, but yeah, team old school, uh, come at us, uh, team old school, hit us up on Twitter. Dan will, Dan will let us know, but, uh, you know, I'm hope I'd love to get some uh, some reaction from educators. Like, are are there team uh, team new school, or do they even want a cooler name? Because like, you know, you're kind of old school has some. You're my boy, blue. Like, it's got it's got some uh, some goodness to it. We have to tweet that too. It could, to, be t it could be team news cool. Ooh, wow, maybe. Right? Yeah, I don't know what cool way to I, get I, your I, news. I'm gonna, let me let me take a note of that. It's cool, C-H-O-O-L, in fairness, but, uh, um, you know, news cool. That's cool. what I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's good stuff. Daniel. It is, and uh, you can find us over on Twitter and uh, let us know if you're team analog or team digital or, or team old school, team new school when it comes to note-taking. To Mike's point, if you're a teacher in a classroom, do you try to discourage tablets and laptops and, and other digital devices and, and force the hand, as it were, to take notes uh, with a pen and paper or are you accepting of digital in your classroom and how do you uh, make sure to keep them on task in that light? Love to hear from you over on Twitter at Training and Ed. Same on Facebook, trainingandeducation.com. You send us an email uh, via that website as well. Happy to hear from uh, each and all of you. As always, we're with you every Tuesday morning. If you're listening for the first time, there's a ton of back catalog that you can go through. That's on Stitcher and TuneIn and iTunes as Mike shows me. Uh, the wonderful doodle of myself. I may have to hang that up behind me here in my office in the future. With that said, thanks so much for listening to Trending Education. We'll be back again next week.